Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Big Rab Show podcast. Do you know something? I've been sitting here for... Must be 20 minutes, 30 minutes, about a half hour now at this point. And I've been thinking to myself, just how do I start this week's episode? Now, I'm sure those of you listening right now, I'm sure you're well aware of the news that happened over the weekend there at the Ards and North Down Championships in Newton Ards. It was quite a tragic day where all of us here in the piping scene were kind of in a state of shock. Yeah, we lost a bit of a legend in the piping scene. We lost pipe major Alec Brown. To his friends, he's known as Eck, of course. And he was a good friend of ours here on the Big Rab Show team, of course. On the day itself in question, the Ards and North Down Championship was just another day. Just another competition, business as usual. I, of course, was there and I was filming bands, of course, for our YouTube channel and preparing for live streaming of the... March passed, the results, and it was just another competition, you know? I was excited to see everybody. The music that was being played was fantastic. And then tragedy struck. And that's where everything really seemed to, I don't know, just hit pause. It was such a poignant moment, I think. I'm just not sure what direction to take this week's podcast in. Because myself, on that day... I actually spoke with the man himself that morning. He came over to me as I was standing filming bands at the arena. And he says, well, wee Rab, how you doing? I says, not so bad, Alec. What about yourself? Oh, looking forward to playing a good tune today, he says. Here, thanks, Rab, for all them videos and stuff over the last week and weeks. They've been great. Keep up the good work, man. I says, I will indeed, Alec. Of course I will. And then he says, well, I'm going to go on here and throw this bag under my arm and make some noise with the boys. And I says, well, Alec, have a good tune, man. I'll catch you again. And he walked off. And that was the last I got speaking to him. The outpouring of love following this tragic event has been incredible. It's been all across the national press here in Northern Ireland. It's been in the Telegraph. The Belfast Telegraph's been in the newsletter. It's been in various uh, radio show and TV programs and stuff. The piping scene really have kind of... I don't know, been struck with this. And everyone is really in a state of shock. The Northern Ireland branch chairperson himself, Alistair Patterson, came out with a statement to say that it is a sad and difficult day for all of the pipe band family. And I couldn't agree more. Now, Alec was known, of course, nationally here in Northern Ireland and Ireland in general across the whole island. But he was also known internationally as well with his involvement with tattoos around the globe. And that has definitely been reflected with, again, the sheer outpouring of love following this tragic event has been incredible. Ourselves in the Big Rab Show team, we do want to pass on our own sincere condolences to Maria, Teresa, Callum, and of course the entire Brown family at this time. To everyone at the Column Kill pipe band, of course, to the Aaron Moore pipe band and Ruffo Ulster Scots, who will definitely be feeling this profoundly. Ourselves and the Big Rab Show team are certainly going to miss Alec. Our long-lasting memory of the man is his sense of humour. He always had a laugh with us and always, yeah, always had a joke or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, for example, I just mentioned it there. He always called me Wee Rab. (laughs) 
You know, and that laugh of his, every time he called me, well, wee Rab, how you doing? And there was always a big chuckle from him, you know? And that's my memory of Alec. There's been a lot of commentary online about how he has influenced the piping scene on this island. Incredibly so. And I have to agree. He has taught so many young people how to lift the instrument, how to play it, and how to enjoy it as well, which I think is vitally important. Alec brought a sense of enjoyment to the music that sometimes can get lost whenever we're dealing with competition, you know, that can get very ultra-serious at times. Alec did bring an element of enjoyment to it. This season, actually, I do remember seeing Rafu Ulster-Scott's walking off the line, and Alec made it his business to try and make the tenor drummers laugh on the counter-march. You know, he was like smiling at them or blowing raspberries, trying to make them smile, have a little giggle as they're walking off and enjoy themselves. That's my lasting memory of the man. He was an absolute giant of a guy in the piping scene where everybody knew him and loved him. And he will be very sorely missed. Again, I have to pay tribute to, on the day itself, RSPBA Northern Ireland handled this incredibly well. I have to give full credit to all of the stewards who had an incredibly difficult situation to deal with. To all of the bands as well who showed such great respect and, yeah, understanding, I guess, that there was an emergency happening and everyone done what they could to assist. I have to give a mention to the St. John's Ambulance crew, of course, and, of course, to the Air Ambulance Service, who were so fast to arrive on site to try and assist. As you may have seen on our socials, ourselves and the Big Rab Show, we did live stream the uh, prize giving. There wasn't any March pass that day. Uh, The decision was made to wrap up what was left of Grade 2 for the afternoon and then simply have a prize giving where the prizes were announced. There was no speeches, there was no backslapping, nothing like that. The prizes were simply handed out, everyone was giving their sheets and everyone went home. A very strange day. And I have to say, a tragic day. Where all of us here in the scene are definitely feeling this loss. So, if you're listening to the podcast right now and expecting the usual upbeat, you know, full of life, big rab. uh, Yeah, we couldn't start the podcast in any other way. Other than to pay tribute to the late pipe major, Alec Brown. So, as Alec said himself to me over the weekend... He did tell me to keep up the good work, and he also said to keep the music going. And that's exactly what we're going to do on this week's podcast. We're going to do what we can to roll out a show for you guys. Of course, with all of the usuals, listener mail, word of the week, all of that type of stuff. We're going to do what we can to keep things going. But this week's episode is firmly dedicated to the memory of Alec Bryan. The Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, providing everything you'd need to hit the circle or the big stage. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rap Show podcast.
Okay, well, that's the podcast well and truly underway now at this point. Um, so, yeah, just on that note, actually, following that tragic event that happened at the weekend, there has been a bit of a notification go out over social media talking about the funeral arrangements for Alec Brown. And there will be a massed band formed on Friday on Aran Island. And if you are wanting more information on that, of course, we have shared it across in the Big Rab Show socials. Uh, they are hoping to have a mighty good send-off for the legend himself. So if you are curious at all, we have definitely shared all of that out there. Details of how you can even travel to the island and what time you should be there on Friday and everything. And yeah, a masked pipes and drums will be parading as part of the funeral cortege and everything. So that's all happening on Friday. As I've said, full details for all of that are all up there now on the Big Rab Show social. So you can go and check all of that out at your leisure. All right. Okay. Let's get into this podcast then, shall we? We did promise to keep the wheel turning, so that's exactly what we're going to do. Okay, with each and every Big Rab show, we always do open our email box. And, of course, if you've been affected by this tragic event over the weekend, or, of course, anything that's been happening in the piping scene over this last few weeks and months, you can always email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again, BigRabShow at gmail.com. And we'd always love to hear from you. Now, uh, we've got an email here from Alistair Dowling. He says, Hi, Rab. I've managed to find some old papers this week. He said he's a bit of a hoarder. He said, Among them are the world solo drumming results from 1949. What? Wow. Okay, you've held on to them for a right while then, Alistair. Uh, he says, The drumming results from 1949 held on the 15th of January at a high school in Glasgow. There was a total of 42 entries, and there was two judges. Uh, let me see. Um, I don't know. It just said uh, DMA Scott, so Drum Major A. Scott, and then Drum Major Lyle, whoever they are. So unfortunately, I don't know who they are. Uh, but the results are as follows. In first place was A. Duthert of the Dalzell Highland Pipe Band. Yeah. In second place was uh, W.M. Patterson, from the Clan McRae Society. In third place was C. Davies from the Red Heckle Pipe Bands. In fourth place with A. McCormick from Glasgow Polis. Fifth place with J. Kirkwood from New Mains and Districts. And A. Colville was sixth then with, with Kings Hill Pipe Band. There you are. Some well-known names further down the list, he says. Kind regards, Alistair Dowling. Alistair, thank you for that. And, you know, I really love doing that. Sometimes, like, delving through the archives of some of these old results. Um... But, uh, yeah, a result from 1949. That's a few years ago. Yeah, <laughs> so that's the world solo drumming results. Interesting. And I'd be curious to know who those other big names are that are further down the list, Alistair. Yeah, but thank you for your email there. Yeah, now we've also got another couple of emails in asking about future episodes. Um, yeah, saying that we'd promise to talk about uncertain topics Yes, um, to answer your questions, we're not going to spoil them, but yes, we are continuing to work on future episodes. If you do want to peek behind the curtain, then of course you can head over to our Patreon page. Yes, I know we didn't do our proper uh, introduction this week, but uh, yeah, if you do want to help support us, we do have a Patreon where you can click on support and you can get access to all the behind the scenes kind of stuff. And you can also get access to our, um, what do you call that? What do you call the thing? Ah, uh, forgotten the name of it already. Discord. There you go. 
our Discord server. You can get access to that, which is Patreon exclusive right now, but we will hopefully be opening it up to the full public in the near future. Uh, but yeah, that's where everything lives if you do want to get exclusive Patreon stuff. And you can, yeah, see what's going on behind the scenes and what episodes we're working on. So we've got a few questions in asking, are we going to talk about this? Are we going to talk about that? Yes. Just we were we're working on them. Sometimes episodes do take a number of months and weeks to put together. Uh, so yeah, it's in the pipeline. Let's say. All right. And speaking of episodes that are in the pipeline and have been worked on for quite a period of time, I have to say next week's Rab Show podcast is an episode that has been roughly two to three months in in the works. It's been a long time coming. We have been working on next week's episode for. Ages, it would appear. Uh, but yeah, the administration and up behind the scenes and everything for this one was huge. But also the subject area itself was massive. And I know I'm being very cryptic, but it'll all make sense when next week's episode goes live. Next week's episode, we are very proud of it. It's a very valuable conversation on a huge topic, and I really hope that you folks are going to enjoy it. So, if you aren't already subscribed to us here in the podcast, then please do. Or, of course, give us that all-important follow so you'll not miss it whenever it drops next week. There, This episode next week, I, I can't tell you just how much work has went into it. It's incredible. Uh, but full shout-out to the Rab Show team who have really pulled the finger out. Next week's episode is fantastic, and I'm really looking forward to presenting it to you folks. I think it's going to be really valuable. All right, there you go. That's a big shameless plug for our Patreon and for next week's podcast. You're going to want to tune in for that. All right. Okay. Right, well, with listener mail out of the way, don't forget you can send in your own listener mail, of course, voicemails included. We haven't had a voicemail in a good while, actually. So, yeah, send us in your voicemails. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts and opinions, and we'll bring them here to the show. Okay, right. Well, with all of that out of the road, you guessed it. It's time for Word of the Week. Time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rapture Podcast. Family. Yes, this week's Word of the Week is family. Now, whenever I was looking at all of the outpouring of love and support from around the piping scene following such a tragic event at the Arjun North Down Championship this past weekend, the one word that keeps coming across from everywhere is family that our pipe band world is essentially a pipe band family and yeah i absolutely agree no matter where you are on this planet you're bound to know someone who plays a set of pipes a drum a tenor drum or a drum major of some description you know that that's a massive global family we all indulge in this great music we compete against each other granted sometimes we have rivalries and all of that but essentially we're all huge fans of this music and that's the one thing that ties us all together is the passion and the love of this music and yeah like whenever we say that the big rab show is the show for the piping folk yeah that's that's exactly why we're here we are here for you guys and no matter where you are listening, you are definitely part of that pipe band family. Well, whether you're in a pipe band or not, you're in the piping family, I guess. And 
Now, you know, we've overcome, I guess, tragedies in the past. And I'm sure in time, <clears throat> time will heal with this. But right now, it's raw. And our pipe band family, our piping family, has certainly, certainly gathered together to help support each other. And ourselves and Rab Show again, you know, we've kind of become a bit of a central hub for everyone. And we do want to portray our sincerest condolences to everyone there at Rafo Ulster Scots, to Colin Kill, to Aaron Moore, to all the bands that Alec had been a part of over the years. And to everyone who's feeling this tragic loss, um, yeah, we're all thinking about you right now. Your pipe band family, your piping family right now are all here and we're ready to support you guys to help through all of this. It's, yeah, an awful tragedy. But it's at times like this where the outpouring of love and affection from all across the piping scene really does warm the heart. And, yeah, I know it's dead cheesy and tacky, I suppose, even. But uh, it's absolutely true that if you throw a set of pipes under your arm or a drum in front of you, then, yeah, you become part of this massive piping family. And that's what's inspired this week's Word of the Week. Family. Okay. With that in mind, um, yeah, our next favourite feature would normally be Weekly Drone. But unfortunately, we don't have any Weekly Drones this week. Oh, for shame. Yeah, there's no Weekly Drone this week. But if you would like to send us your own Weekly Drone, of course you can do. You can go onto your website, thebigrabshow.com. There's a big button right at the top of the page called Weekly Drone. You can click on that and let us know your thoughts and feelings, words and all. And uh, yeah, they'll be read out here on the podcast. So yeah, if you do want to have your own particular moan, drone or complain, then that's where you can go and do it because it's completely anonymous. There's no identifying factors, no emails, no bands, no locations, nothing like that. So you can let us have it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, go over there, bigrabshow.com. Let us have your weekly drones. Indeed. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's the show well and truly started now at this point. So I think I'm going to take myself a little short break and I'll be back with What's the Crack? Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off, showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration, proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab for a 30-day free trial. What's the crack this week? Rob, what's the crack this week? Hi, Rob. 
what's the crack this week? Rob, 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 what's the crack this week? Hey Rob, what's the crack this week? Okay, well, there's been a bit of confusion about the drummer's position at the New Zealand Police Pipe Band. There's been one online source saying one thing, but the pipe band themselves saying another. And we'll get into all of that. Also, the Belfast International Tattoo have been making quite exciting announcements. If anything, they've announced all of the pipe bands that are going to be playing there. So we'll chat about that. Also, there's been announcements at plenty from Pipe and Live over this last while. All sorts of incredible new stuff. And we'll have to talk about that, of course, too. We've got an exciting update for Drumming for Drinks from the British Drum Co. We'll have to chat about that. We have the draw for the Heart O' Down Championships, or, well, as we know it, it's Newcastle, so we'll have to talk about that as well. The RSPBA themselves have been running a summer school in their headquarters building there in Glasgow. We're going to chat about that. There's also news on an exciting, uh, well, tattoo that's happening on the Isle of Lewis, and we'll have to chat about that as well. So, with so much news and updates to come, then I think it's just time for us to get into the middle of it then, shouldn't we? Yeah. Let's get into all the news and updates. McLennan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan instrument maker Roddy McLennan from Euston, Scotland. Proud supplier of bagpipes, small pipes and chanters to Ali the Piper. One-of-a-kind instruments crafted from the finest materials using traditional skills for more than 30 years. Attention to detail and dedication to the highest standards of quality guarantee you a bagpipe which is more than just a musical instrument, but also a work of art. Custom made for you in a variety of wood with the widest range of profiles in the industry. Repair, restoration, replacement, refurbishment services also available. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. Okay, well, first of all, let's get into this story about the New Zealand Police Pipe Band. Of course, Grade 1 band from New Zealand have been quite successful in recent years, and um, they've hit the headlines this last while, and not for the best reason, I guess. Now, uh, yeah, not it's not my place to kind of disparage any other media outlet, I guess, but Pipesdrums.com published a story on July the 19th, Uh, with the headline saying, Grade 1 New Zealand Police Pipe Band reportedly dismissed almost the entire drum section. That's quite a vague um, headline right there. Now, whenever you read the article, the article itself on pipesdrums.com does talk about the New Zealand Police Pipe Band firing their entire drum corps. And the whole focus behind this is because they didn't want outsiders playing for the band, apparently. Uh, They wanted everyone from local stock, I guess. Now, this is what the article claimed. I'm very... I'm summarising the whole thing here. You can go and read the entire thing at length. Um, But... um, Hmm. It reads as a bit of a hit piece, if you want, uh, where you know they've discovered all this information that all of the drummers from the New Zealand Police are gone and they were fired. And isn't this sensational? It's terrible news and oh, what an awful decision kind of thing. 
so, but the whole focus, I think, around this was around guest players and overseas players playing with the New Zealand Police Pipe Band and their drum corps, and they wanted it to end. And so they were unceremoniously fired. Well, as we found the very next day, uh, the New Zealand Police Pipe Band themselves came out with a media statement uh, saying that the drummers had voluntarily stood down. Hmm. So Pipes Drums were very quickly on the back foot. Uh, They had one article saying one thing, but here's the band actually putting out a statement to say something entirely different. So, yeah, according to the statement from the band itself, there was a committee meeting and, yeah, there was a decision made that the Australian Drum Corps would, would not meet the band's needs or objectives for this next incoming year. So... It was mutually decided that the leading drummer, who's in place currently, was Olaf Good, of course, and his drum corps would part ways with the New Zealand police. So in the statement itself, I'll read here verbatim. It says, The Aussie drum corps was brought in last season as an extraordinary measure so that the band could compete at the Nationals, said the band president and former police assistant commissioner, John White. There you are. So, yeah, when they were considering the future of the band, they reckoned that this wasn't sustainable and the decision around Olaf stepping down and all of that was a mutual one between the band the committee and Olaf himself and who all came across with great grace and professionalism throughout the whole process so as a result the band do not have a drum corps now in this statement that New Zealand police came out with they they very pointedly laid the rumours and said the suggestion that the Australian Drum Corps was dismissed is totally incorrect. Ouch. So that does kind of fly in the face that everything that Pipesdrums.com did publish. Oh dear. Uh, so the New Zealand Police are now heavily focused on recruiting some drummers. And like we've said earlier, that they are hoping to recruit from local stock. They did say that it's an exciting opportunity for those who are experienced or aspiring drummers to play in the Grade 1 arena. And uh, yeah, the band are more than keen to hear from people who are interested in filling the ranks of the drum corps. So if you are curious at all, you can go and contact them, the New Zealand Police, on their socials. They would be interested to hear from you. Now, the band has played, of course, at the Worlds in the past. Now, whether there's any plans for the New Zealand Police to play at any future World Championships, we don't know. But we do know for now, they are in a process of rebuilding, recruiting a brand new drum corps, and we do wish them well with that regard. So we're looking forward to seeing them back in the circle again. It's just unfortunate that the band have been caught up in this kind of a media frenzy where, yeah, I don't know who the source was or, you know, where that story came from for Pipesdrums.com. But uh, normally Pipesdrums.com are very accurate. They're normally pretty good at reporting stories like this. However, yeah, on this occasion it appears to be inaccurate. And now I think... New Zealand police handled it in the best way possible by actually releasing a statement themselves through the media. They did contact us here on the Big Rab Show and they did mention, hey Rab, can you talk about this on the pod this week and put the record straight? We didn't fire anybody. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And of course, we've seen the statement. So yeah, we were going to be chatting about it on the show anyway. Uh, So yeah, just in case anyone was reading pipesdrums.com, seen that sensational story about the New Zealand police and were wondering just what was going on Um, Well, it was by mutual decision between the committee, lead tipper, the drummers themselves and the band. And everyone involved said, right, okay, this isn't sustainable. The drum corps is based in Australia. We're in New Zealand. 
yeah, but we need to part ways and try and rebuild, I guess. So, yeah, good luck to everyone there, the New Zealand police. Yeah, definitely a confusing story all round, but I'm glad that we finally got to the bottom of that one. Excellent stuff. Okay, so I've been talking about the announcements coming from Pipe and Live this last while. And of course, they've been plugging gigs aplenty across their festival. We're going to do a full Pipe and Live preview on our podcast uh, in a couple of weeks' time, actually, where we're going to kind of go through all of the detail. There's so much from Pipe and Live here that you're going to want to catch. If anything, it'll make your head spin. Whenever you go to the website right now and you see the listings for everything that's happening during Pipe and Live Week, it's crazy. So with this being their 20th anniversary as well, a recent announcement from Pipe and Live is that they've released some brand new merch. And, oh, have you seen these? Yeah, their 20th anniversary designs. And this is going to be one for collectors out there. Yeah, so they've got hoodies, t-shirts, all that stuff. With a brand new designed Pipe and Live logo. If you haven't seen them, go along to pipeandlive.co.uk and go and grab them. Now, they've been plugging all over the place all sorts of gigs like the Rising Talent, of course. They've also been plugging ourselves as well. The Big Rab Show Live at Pipe and Live. Did I mention we're doing a Pipe and Live show? I think I might have done that a few times. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And as well as their come and try sessions, their lunchtime recitals, there's there's so much to break down here at Pipe and Live. So for full information, go to the website or you can stay tuned to ourselves here on the Big Rab Show podcast where we will be doing a full Pipe and Live preview. There you are. Full Pipe and Live preview. There you go. All right. Let's move on. Okay, so before we go any further, actually, and get into some more news stories, I have to give a shout-out this week to Craig Munro. Of course, owner and proprietor of Wallace Bagpipes and good mate of the show. He celebrated a birthday this past week, so yay! Happy birthday, Craig! There you go. Just wanted to give you a shout in the pod this week, mate. Happy birthday. Many happy returns. <laughs> okay, now, I did promise you that there was, a, well, a special announcement from the British Drum Company in relation to Drumming for Drinks. Now, Drumming for Drinks, of course, as we've been plugging it this last while, is going to be held in the Barras. I think you can still still get tickets for it, actually. It's on the Wednesday of Pipe and Live Week, and, uh, yeah, this is one for the drummers. Definitely, if you're any way, you know, connected with the drumming scene in the piping world, then this is a huge event that you're going to want to get to. They haven't been able to open their doors now this past couple of years, but here they are. They're now making a triumphant return into a brand new venue. Oh, my word. I can't wait for this. So Drumming for Drinks is shaping up to be quite a huge event. We've already seen the announcement that the Red Hot Chili Pipers will be performing at this. I think they're actually going to be wrapping things up uh, or maybe playing at like an after party event at it as well. Uh, who knows? But yeah, the Red Hot Chili Pipers will be there. and That's exciting in itself. But also, the announcement that we've had from the British Drum Company is that if you attend Drumming for Drinks, you'll have the opportunity to win an axial snare drum. Now, whether this will be done by a prize draw or a raffle or anything like that, but I just don't know. But if you're in attendance at all at Drumming for Drinks, then you're going to be in with a chance to win an axial snare drum. Now, I don't know about you guys, but if you're going to be attending the event anyway, this is just a, a, you know, a sweetener for the deal, I guess. You're going to enjoy what will be a fantastic event filled with incredible performances, but also a chance to walk home with an axial snare drum under your arm. 
That's fantastic. So, yeah, shout out to the British Drum Company. That's very exciting. Uh, if you are interested, of course, in getting more information on Drumming for Drinks, including where to get your tickets, uh, we've shared that out across Rab Show socials. Or you can go and check out Innovation Percussion on their socials as well. And they've shared all of that out there, too. There you are. Drumming for Drinks, shaping up to be quite an exciting event, actually. So looking forward to that. Also on the same day, on the Wednesday, is also the Simon Fraser University concert called Generations. It's going to be held in the Armadillo, as it's affectionately called. And from what I've been hearing is that it's very close to selling out. So if you haven't actually got your tickets for it yet, seriously, folks, go and grab them. This is shaping up to be a huge concert. SFU have actually been teasing little bits online on their socials and stuff about, yeah, they've been working behind the scenes preparing for this big concert. And we all know that SFU can throw a massive concert that could just, yeah, I don't know, blow your socks off. So for sure, if you're going to be in attendance at all over the World's Week, and especially on the Wednesday, then you're going to want to grab tickets for the Simon Fraser University concert. So for me, on the Wednesday, personally, I'm going to be at Drumming for Drinks, and then I'm going to be heading down the road uh, for the Simon Fraser concert. It's going to be a very busy day. Then the following day, of course, then it'll be Rab Show Live at Piping Live all day Thursday for me. Yeah, so of all the preparation and stuff, and then the event itself will be kicking off at 5. There you are. So people have been asking me, where is it? Where is the street cafe? Because people are putting it into their Google Maps and whatever and can't find the street cafe. Well, uh, it's because the street cafe doesn't exist just yet. Uh, they haven't built it. Uh, it's out the side of the National Piping Centre, basically. So if you look for the National Piping Centre in Glasgow Town, then, uh, yeah, come World's Week, or Piping Live Week for that matter, they build a massive big marquee outside the Piping Centre with a bar and all of that. So, yeah, with a stage and it's a massive big venue. And that's where the street cafe is. So just have a search for it. Yep, National Piping Centre, and you'll find us. We'll be right outside at the Street Cafe, thumping out some big tunes. Yeah. Okay, now let's talk about this tattoo that's going to be taking place on the Isle of Lewis. This is all going to be over a course of a few days. It's part of a celebration. Uh, yeah, the tattoo itself is called the Tattoo... Uh, now I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Metagamma? I don't, I don't know. Apparently, that was the name of the ship, actually, that left the Isle of Lewis to take passengers to Canada. So, yeah, this was a great migration at the time. So, yeah, I think it's um, it's 100? Yes, 100 years. It's 100th anniversary. Uh, so, yeah, the great migration from people from that Isle of Lewis all the way over to sunny Canada uh, for people starting life in the new world, I guess. So there is a huge concert and everything which will feature the 78th Fraser Highlanders pipe band from Ontario. And there's also a wealth of other talent across this massive celebration all across this week. Uh, so the Sky and Strathraven and District pipe band will be there from Canada as well. We'll also have the Lewis and Harris Youth pipe band. We'll have Youst, Seagal Leinekelt, Tons of great pipe bands playing at this. So for full information, you can go to bagpipe.news where they've published the full stories on this. And we've shared out the link, of course, as well, a few times as well, uh, to where you can go and grab tickets for this event. So there's a huge tattoo, but as well as concerts and little sessions and stuff and that all throughout the week uh, with a huge plethora, I love that word, plethora of people all playing at this but i think for us piping fans definitely one of the biggest draws would be the 70th fraser highlanders who are going to be making an appearance at this so yeah if you do want to head to that you can go to bagpipe.news all of that information's up there now and of course we've shared out the link and everything where you can go and grab tickets for this again i'm going to try and pronounce it it's called uh metagama 
There you are. The Tattoo Metagama. It's all kicking off on August the 8th in the Isle of Lewis. There. So that's, mm, yeah, quite an interesting event and way too much for me to talk about on the pod. I'll be here listing everything. Uh, yeah, there's a lot here. So quite a huge celebration there. So good luck to everyone involved. Have a good tune. I'm looking forward to seeing some of the photos and stuff from that. That's quite exciting. Yeah. Okay, now there was a story published on pipestrums.com. Now, uh, yeah, this one's completely accurate, though, I have to say. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Callum McCrimmon, of course, bagpiper with the uh, Celtic and folk powerhouse that is Braybach. Yeah, Callum has been announced as the 11th honorary hereditary piper to the Clan MacLeods. Yeah, now this is quite a prestigious position that is handed down for generation to generation. And, uh, yeah, I think it's been in the McCrimmon family now for forever and a day, I suppose. So this is quite a huge deal uh, for Callum, of course. So we want to say full congratulations, Callum. I know that this will be something he'll take great pride in. And, um, yeah, fantastic stuff. So the 11th honorary, I could just about talk tonight, the 11th honorary hereditary piper to the chief Hugh McLeod of the McLeods. There you are. And it does follow a long line of McCrimmon Piper's uh, descendants, of course, who have inherited this role over the years. So, yeah, that was at a ceremony there this past week, and he's been appointed. Yeah, so well done to Callum. Fantastic stuff. If you do want to read that article, of course, go again, pipestrums.com, and there's various different statements and stuff, and how it was all chosen, and the history behind it, and all of that. It's quite fascinating, actually. Yeah, so go and check that out. But, yeah, just wanted to give a shout-out this week to Callum McCrimmon from Brayback. Yeah, quite an exciting appointment, one of which I'm sure you'll take great pride in. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the draw for the Heart O'Down Pipe Band Championships. These will be held in Donard Park in Newcastle on the 5th of August. Yeah, now the draw for this itself is really quite huge. I wasn't expecting quite the number of bands entered for this. In Grade 4B, with 13 bands in total. In Grade 4A, we've 6. Grade 3B... Actually, there's quite a number playing up here from Grade 4A. Uh, so, yeah, filling out the ranks in Grade 3B. We have seven bands competing in there in 3B. So, yeah, it's good to see bands from 4A stretching their legs there. So, good stuff. Uh, also, we're going to see uh, Kulabaki Pipe Band return. Uh, they've actually been out touring with Andre Ryu, uh, the classical musician. Yeah, some of the stages that Kulabaki have been playing on this last while, man, are insane. So, yeah, shout out to Kulabaki. Good to see you back again on home soil. Looking forward to seeing you there in Newcastle competition. Also, in Grade 3A, uh, we have nine bands in total. Yeah, good stuff. And in Grade 2, uh, six bands in total with a few playing up then from 3A. The challenge in amongst the big guns in Grade 2. Then, of course, we have a Grade 1 competition where we have Klaus Kelt pipe band. But we also have Ravara going to be playing up in Grade 1 there as well. So there you go. Now, I do know that Donard Park is an incredibly popular venue with everyone in the piping scene. I know everyone pretty much loves Newcastle competition. Uh, my advice to anyone going to Newcastle, uh, now this is just my advice. You can take it with a pinch of salt. But what I love to do for Newcastle is I leave home, I leave home really early and I get to Donard Park like silly o'clock in the morning. Like I'm, I'm there for about 7 a.m., I get my car parked and everything, I get myself situated, and then I go down to town. I go down into Newcastle town itself because you can get some real good breakfast in Newcastle, all right? If you're looking for a good Ulster fry in the morning, Newcastle is the place to go. I'm telling you now, trust me, if you follow my advice and get to Donner Park early, get parked up, but then head down to town and get your breakfast, 
man, can you get a real mean Ulster Fry in Newcastle. So, yeah, if you've never had an Ulster Fry, by the way, that's something that's up for debate. Everybody always argues about what should be in an Ulster Fry and what shouldn't be. Um, we're not even going to get into whether there should be beans in an Ulster Fry or mushrooms or tomatoes. Or uh, Right, okay, I'm going to start an absolute war now. Uh, but yeah, if you are looking for a real good Ulster Fry and you've never had one before, then Newcastle, definitely the place to go. Uh, yeah, they do a real mean Ulster Fry in Newcastle. There you are. All right. Okay, of course, if you are interested in what's going to be happening at the Hardo Down Championships, then of course, ourselves and the Big Rab Show will be filming stuff for our YouTube channel as always, and we will be hopefully live streaming the March past and the results and everything from Donner Park, so you can keep across that on our social media. There you are. If you do want to check out the full draw, including our drum majors as well, you can go and check that out. It's up in there now on the RSPBA Northern Ireland website. There you are. Okay. All right, now I did mention that the Belfast International Tattoo have been making announcements and things about who's going to be playing at this upcoming tattoo. Now, this one is shaping up to be one of the biggest Belfast tattoos that I remember. Now, I've been going to the tattoo now pretty much from the outset. I think I did miss the first one. Yeah, hold my hands up. I did miss the first one. But after that, I've been going to the rest of them since then. And you guys know, we've produced podcasts at each one as they open their gates at the SSE Arena. And yeah, you get to hear just how huge an event this is. Well, this year, it's insanely big. (laughs) And it's truly international as well. Now, they've been making announcements of all the bands that are going to be playing at this. Now, where do you hear this for a list? Okay. We have the Delta Police Pipe Band. Yep. Delta Police Pipe Band. We also have the RAF uh, Band playing. So that's the band of the Royal Air Force College Band will be making an appearance. Awesome stuff. For us piping fans, of course, we have Auckland and District from New Zealand will be there. Fantastic. Uh, We also have the Calgary Police Service Pipe Band will be there. We have Ballygown Pipe Band as well. We have the Major Sinclair Memorial will also be making an appearance, along with uh, a plethora of other pipers and drummers from across Northern Ireland who will be filling out the ranks and uh, representing the pipes and drums of the Belfast International Tattoo. Fantastic stuff. Now, there's also um, there's a, a drumming group that are very similar to Top Secret. Some would kind of argue that they're nearly better. Mm, there's a competition there. Uh, but yeah, Majestics. Yeah, Majestics Drum Corps are going to be appearing. Now, they were at a previous tattoo, Belfast tattoo, and they were an absolute crowd favorite. Man, did everyone love them. Uh, so, so much so, I think they actually did play an encore at one time. Yeah, so they finished their set and then played another little bit at the end of it because the crowd loved it so much. Anyway, I'm rambling on now, but suffice to say, the Belfast International Tattoo, it's very, very close. It's just around the corner, actually. So if you are curious at all, go and get your tickets for it. All right, that's all I'm going to say. Because... <clears throat> I have pretty much on good authority that this one is getting close to selling out as well. And that's an arena. So that, yeah, we know how popular this event is. So if you're curious at all, go along BelfastInternationalTattoo.com. Get your tickets then. And, and yeah, avoid your disappointment. And then you can thank me all later. Indeed. <laughs> 
Okay, now I'm not going to get into the results and everything from the Ards and North Down Championships. If you are curious about those, you can get them on the RSPBA Northern Ireland website. But I just want to talk about, there was another competition that was held in Scotland over the weekend. And that was from the Glasgow and West of Scotland branch. And it was held in Renfrew. Now, there was competitions across Grade 4B all the way up to Grade 1. Uh, so we're going to run through them here briefly. Uh, in Grade 4B, or Novice Juvenile B, as it doubled up on the day, and first place was Renfrewshire Schools. Yeah. Second place was Irvine and District. Third was Dunoon, Argyle. And in fourth place, an ensemble preference, was Barhead and District. Yeah. Now, in Grade 4A, or Novice Juvenile A, as it doubled up on the day, and first place was Rothsay and District. Yeah. Second place was Strathendrick Pipe Band. Third was Uddingston Strathclyde. Fourth was Kilbarkin Pipe Band. And fifth was Renfrewshire Schools. There you are. Now on to grade three. In first place we had Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums lifting the top spot. Second place was Kilmarnock. And third in ensemble preference was Uddingston Strathclyde. Yeah. And fourth was Strathendrick. Again, yeah, there you are. It's playing up there. Uh, okay, into grade two then, we had Uddingston Pipe Band, who finished out on top. In second place was Kilmarnock. There you go. And then into grade one, of course, we had Johnstone Pipe Band finishing up on the top spot. In second place was the Uddingston Pipe Band. There you are. So well done to everyone there at the Renfrew competition. I've been told that it was pretty good. Yeah, it was well attended, a great venue. So, yeah, there you go. Shout out to everyone there at the Renfrew competition. Good stuff. Okay, I have to give a bit of a shout this week for Belfast Tradfest, who had their own solo invitational piping competition there a few days ago. Now, thankfully, I was actually at this, and man, what an event that was. Seriously good. So, that was held on July 23rd, of course, at the Deer's Head pub in the middle of Belfast town, and... uh, Man, we were in for an absolute treat. There was five competitors in total. Uh, we had Chris Coyle, Reese Doherty, Ashley McMichael, Alistair Donaghy, and Alan Glenholmes. And each one of them played an absolute blinder. Now, I haven't, I haven't filmed all of these. Okay, I didn't get express permission to upload full video performances from this, uh, but there are little clips and stuff online from the performances from Belfast Tradfest. I have to give a special shout-out to Alistair Donaghy, of course, of Field Marshal Montgomery, who did manage to pick up the top spot. Yeah. Now, the way that this was judged was really quite interesting. We had Scott Wallace, who managed to win the event last year, uh, so that earned him a spot as a judge. So, he was in a yeah sitting at a table with a clipboard and watching each performance in turn, but also sharing uh, the judging with uh, you know the Highland Piper Scott Wallace was an Ullen Piper, yeah, and that was quite interesting. Now I I don't know this uh, Ullen Piper too well. I was introduced to him. His name was Tom, I think. And it's, yeah, from memory and. Yeah, he wasn't looking at the technicality and getting every grace note correct, but he was looking at the musicality and the excitement of the performance. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Those guys had a wealth of talent to choose from. As you've heard that list there of five players, wow. So, yeah, congratulations to Alistair Donahue. You absolutely played a blinder. Such a great performance. And, uh, yeah, you can see little tiny clips of it online, of course. Now, who knows, in the next few weeks, there may well be a full-length video of all of these, uh, because I do know there's a number of cameras around the place with people filming things. But, uh, yeah, myself, I didn't film the full performance, because the event itself was ticketed. Uh, I think it was a fiver. You had to get your tickets that you head in through the door. Uh, but, yeah, if, if you are looking at this event at Belfast Tradfest and you're seeing the solo piping event, 
I would urge you to go next year or the next time that this is on. I think it's next year. Seriously, such a great event. And the crowd there was absolutely packed. Now, not only was was there a piping crowd there, all right? There was the usual piping fans that you would expect to attend a piping event here. But there was a load of people who were just there for Belfast Tradfest. And a good number of them had no experience of the piping scene. So, as you can imagine, whenever a piper stood up there and maybe started their set with a P-brick and then into a slow air and then maybe a hornpipe and jig and finish it with a reel or something. And everyone who was there listening to this maybe had never heard this music before. You know, they're involved in the trad and folk scene, so of course they've heard whistles and fiddles and all of that. But to hear a Highland Piper go on stage and play these blistering tunes that would just melt your face, then obviously this is introducing a wealth of other people to this music that wouldn't have heard it before. I do know that I spent a good majority of my time talking to people there and introducing them to the Rab Show podcast, saying, hey, you know, if you like this music, there's a whole scene around it. Yeah, there is a bagpiping scene as a bagpiping family. And you can come and listen to the Rab Show podcast each week as we talk all about it. So, yeah, if you are tuning in after attending Belfast Tradfest, hello, thank you for tuning in to the Rab Show pod. All right. So, yeah, again, full congratulations, Alistair Donaghy, who is the uh, Belfast Tradfest champion. Now, as I'm talking right now, I do know that Belfast Tradfest is still underway. Uh, there's concerts of plenty running through to the end of the week. And I think the week wraps up with a huge gig by the Elephant Sessions. And I think also joining them is Mike Vass as well. So, yeah, come on. That's one definitely for Trad and Folks fans and also for Piping fans as well. The Elephant Sessions are an incredible band live. If you haven't seen them, wow. So <laughs> I think there are still tickets available, which doesn't make any sense. Uh, but, yeah, shout out to the Elephant Sessions who will be wrapping up Belfast Trad Fest this week. What a successful event. So well done to everyone behind the scenes organizing this. Um, yeah, fantastic. So there you go. On to the next news story. Now, we mentioned Strathendrick Pipe Band there in the results from Renfrew. I just wanted to give them a mention this week, actually, because they put it out on their socials that they're recruiting. Yeah, so they're recruiting specifically experienced pipers. They're also looking for tenor drummers and snare drummers, of course, for the preparation and that for the 2024 season. Yeah, so the drum corps this year have had help uh, by Kerry McQuillan, of course, lead tipper with Boghall. Uh, yeah, he's been helping tutor the, the drum corps there at Strathendrick. So that's a, quite an awesome opportunity. If you do want to avail of that tuition, then you can go to Strathendrick and, yeah, pick up the sticks with them. There you go. So uh, Strathendrick Pipe Band, of course, will be performing at the Scottish this weekend in Dumbarton, and they're also going to be heading to the Worlds. And they're asking anyone, if you are interested in competing with Strathendrick Pipe Band, you can contact them confidentially through their socials, or you can approach any band member, of course, over the next few weeks at the next couple of major championships. And, uh, yeah, they'll do what they can to kind of open the doors of the band hall for you, and they'll be more than glad to see you. So, again, that's for pipers, tenor drummers, and snare drummers. Uh, yeah, and those with experience are preferable. They are. So shout out to Strathendrick. Also, I have to give a shout out to Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums. Uh, they've put it out on their socials as well to say that they've got openings in their band that they're recruiting as well. Again, looking for experienced pipers again for next season. Uh, they've been newly promoted to Grade 3B, of course. They're based in Inverclyde. And if anyone is interested and all inquiries will be treated in the strictest confidence, you can contact them over their social media, of course. So shout out to the Lower Clyde. They're also recruiting as well. There you are. 
there's a wealth of bands actually out there who are recruiting at the moment. So, um, yeah, if your band is recruiting and getting ready for next season, then please do, yeah, let us know. Give us a shout here on the Big Rab Show, and we'll do be can to give us a shout on the show. Big Rab Show at gmail dot com. That address again: Big Rab Show at gmail dot com. Yeah, I'm sure you have it memorized by now. Okay, so I have to briefly talk about the RSPBA summer school that they're running. And it's currently ongoing at the moment. And it's happening in their headquarters building in Glasgow. Now, they've been uploading various little video clips and stuff of all the kids that are involved in the tuition program. As long as some of the tutors as well who give like little recitals and little performances of pieces of music that they're learning and everything. So give a shout out to Glenn Brown uh, who performed a wee bit of an MSR at the summer school and stuff. And uh, yeah, shout out to all the kids and stuff that are heavily involved in this. It's great to see such a great turnout for this. Uh, So a great initiative by the RSPBA. It's fantastic to see that tuition services like this are being held over the summer. It's like a bit of a summer scheme. Just brilliant to see. However, there is a bit of a criticism. It has been noticed online that in the photographs and stuff that they've been publishing at their summer school that the kids don't have music stands. Uh, they're using chairs and stuff, and they're stacking them up and everything on top of each other, and then setting their music on top of these stacked up chairs. Uh, so that was a bit unusual, and there was a lot of commentary about that on our social media. Now, as a result of that, um, yeah, there is now a GoFundMe online. Now, this has been started by Scott Curry, who online, uh, he priced up how much it would take. He priced up... Uh, 12 music stands, how much it would cost to buy them. And yeah, there's a GoFundMe right now for to buy music stands for the pupils that are there. And it's also noticed on the photographs that the tutors themselves don't have access to like whiteboards and stuff. And they're sticking pages of paper to the wall and pointing at it and stuff. So I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm guessing that this is maybe the first summer school that they've run in in the premises so maybe you know all the equipment isn't available just yet but to see that there's a gofundme available uh where you can contribute and hopefully buy these kids some music stands so they don't have to work off chairs awesome stuff there you go so just wanted to give that a shameless plug of course we have shared it out in the rab show socials and uh yeah if you do want to help and raise some money through your gofundme to purchase some music stands where they will be donated uh to the rspba headquarters yeah, music stands. There you are. Now, that did bring into conversation that uh, the RSPBA themselves were able to spend over a million pounds refurbing uh, their fantastic space that all of these young kids are now using, but they couldn't afford music stands. Uh, so, mm, I am not going to start getting into all of that mess, uh, but... <laughs> Just wanted to draw your attention that the summer school is taking place right now. Uh, I think today is day two of the summer school. And so far, it's been quite a success. Uh, The kids are playing some real good tunes, actually. So, fantastic to see. Such a great tick-up. Just a shame there's no music stands for you guys. But, yeah, there's a GoFundMe where you can go and hopefully they'll get donated to you. There you are. Okay, so before we get into this week's topic of the week, actually, I have to give a special plug this week to The Piping Show. Uh, Yeah, The Piping Show, which is like a weekly series produced by the National Piping Centre. Yeah, they've got quite a cool episode this week where they sit down with Pipe Sergeant of the Field Marshal Montgomery, Matt Wilson. It's quite an interesting conversation. And we've had Matt on the show here before, uh, but Andrew manages... uh, 
Yeah, he gets a real good interview with Matt. It takes time to sit down with him and chat with him, talk all about his piping influences and stuff. His involvement with Field Marshal, of course, is being a head shooter at Dollar Academy as well. It's quite an interesting interview. Episode 41 of The Piping Show is available now on YouTube. Go and have a watch at it. Trust me, it's fascinating. And uh, obviously, one of my favourite bits is when Andrew Bova takes out one of like historical bits and goes through and teaches you the history. Well... This one's really interesting because he gets a look at Spikey. Yeah, the world's trophy. And he really goes through it in detail. You know, he shows you up close and personal on camera. And I don't think that's actually been done before. So, yeah, if you ever wanted to know any of the history or even what that trophy looks like up close in fine detail... Yeah, go and check out that episode now on the National Piping Centre on YouTube. Fascinating stuff. Now, I, I learned stuff about the trophy that I never knew before. Um, that there was a whole new piece added to it. Yeah, and I'm not going to spoil it, but I think it was 2015, 2016. They added a whole new piece onto the trophy. And did anybody really notice? Yeah, watch that episode and you'll find out what I'm talking about. Absolutely fascinating. Oh, when I'm on the subject of YouTube videos, uh, you have to go and check out, uh, of course, tomorrow night, People's Ford, Bog Hall and Bathgate will be releasing episode three of their Vlog Hall series. Now, the episode three is called Grow. Yeah, now that's going to be landing on their YouTube channel tomorrow, 5 p.m. UK time. So for those of you who have enjoyed the first two episodes... I absolutely loved the first two episodes, by the way. Uh, so so professionally made and just fantastic to see the behind-the-scenes working. Workings of People's Ford, Bog Hall and Bathgate. So, yeah, looking forward to episode three. That's going to be dropping tomorrow as we're recording this week's podcast. So go and check that out on People's Ford, Bog Hall and Bathgate's YouTube channel. Episode three. Looking forward to that. Alrighty. Well, I guess that, uh, yeah, you've waited long enough. <laughs> it's time for us to get in for dates for your diary. And then shortly after that, we'll be warming up for everything to do with the Scottish Championships. Oh, yes, we're about to get into it. But first of all, yeah, let's go for dates for your diary then, shall we? Wallace Bagpipes. Quality, pride and passion. Made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. It's time for Dates for Your Diary, here on the Big Rap Show Podcast. Okay, pen and paper at the ready, time for Dates for Your Diary. So of course, we're going to be talking about it in this week's topic. This weekend is the Scottish Championships in Dumbarton. The third major championship in the season. We're going to get into why we're excited about it. But that's 29th of July in Dumbarton, Scottish Championships. Also, day for your diary, as we've mentioned earlier in the show, 5th of August, we're going to Newcastle in Donard Park for the Heart O'Down Championship. The draw is available now on the RSPBA Northern Ireland website. Go and check that out. That's on the 5th of August. Also, on the 4th and 5th of August, that same weekend, in the United States, we have Maxville. Yes, for the Glengarry Highland Games, or as it's known, the North American Championships. Yes, we've talked about this on previous Rab Show podcasts, 
and why this event is exciting. Uh, but yeah, it's one of the biggest in the North American calendar. So Maxville, 4th and 5th of August, definite date for your diary right there. Also on the 12th of August, we have the Ulster Championships. And of course, we will also be crowning our Champion of Champions on that day. On the 12th of August, that's going to be held in Antrim Castle Gardens. For full details on that, you can go to the RSPBA Northern Ireland website. And uh, yeah, the Ulster Championships, 12th of August. What's not to love? Also on the 12th of August, we have North Berwick. Yes, the North Berwick competition. That is always an exciting competition. So that one's going to be shaping up to a good one too. Also on the 12th of August in Liverpool in New York, we have the 80th annual Central New York Scottish Games that's being held in Onondaga Lake Park. There you are. So it's a busy weekend there on the 12th of August. Then on the 14th of August, we also have the British Solo Drumming Championships. They'll be in held, they're all being held, sorry, in the Piping Centre in Ontago Street in Glasgow. I'm getting tongue-tied. <laughs> but yeah, the British Solo Drumming Championships are being held on the 14th of August in Glasgow. Yeah. Also then on the 16th of August is the Simon Fraser concert. We'll remind you about it again. And same day on the 16th is Drumming for Drinks as well. Yep, and also on the 17th is Big Rab Show Live at Piping Live. <sighs> yeah, there's so many dates all through that week, it's insane. But that's just some particular highlights. But yeah, Piping Live week itself runs all the way from the 12th of August through to the 20th of August. And of course, in the middle of that is the World Championships themselves on the 18th and 19th of August. Fantastic stuff. Can't wait for the Worlds, actually. Uh, also, let's look towards the end of August then, shall we? Also on the 19th of August, the same day as the Worlds, is the main Highland Games and Scottish Festival. This is being held in Thomas Point Beach and Campground in Brunswick in the United States. Yeah, so that's on the same day as the Worlds on the 19th. Also on the 26th of August then, we're going to Dunoon for the Carl. Yeah, the Carl Games. I've got many fond memories of doing the street march there at the Carl. Uh, so, yeah, Carl Games, 26th of August in Dunoon. Also on the 26th of August, then we have the Quichi Scottish Festival, which is being held in Vermont. Yeah, in the Quichi Polo Field. Yeah, and I absolutely probably pronounced that incorrectly. But there you go. That's on the 26th of August. So that takes you up to the end of August. Then, of course, the following weekend, the 1st and 2nd of September is the Belfast International Tattoo that we've been promoting already and telling you to get tickets for it. So yeah, 1st and 2nd of September. Not too long from now. Uh, so yeah, get that date in your diary, folks. Yeah. Alrighty, so that's plenty of dates for your diary right there. Uh, loads for you to be getting into uh, over the next few weeks, I guess, all the way through to the end of August. We're right in the thick of piping season right now, so a lot to entertain you, for sure. Alright, well, you've waited this long... And yeah, we've mentioned that date for our diary, haven't we? The 29th of July, the third major in the calendar, the Scottish Championships. Oh, let's preview everything that's going to be happening this weekend. Iron Maiden, Kasabian, Bastille, the Royal Marines, the British Army, the Royal Air Force, Police Scotland and Federation, Scottish Power and the Red Hot Chili Pipers. These are just some of the names playing the Axial and Regimental Series drums by the British Drum Company. Why? Because of the superb build quality and attention to detail that only the best deserve. Where excellence is the norm, not the exception. To find out more about the ranges offered by the BDC, head to thebritishdrumco.com or follow them on all of the usual social media platforms. When will you make the switch? 
righty, let's talk about it, shall we? <laughs> the Scottish Championships are this weekend. It's hard to believe that we're already at the third major in the calendar. And it's insane to think how quick this season has went. It's been ultra competitive with multiple different bands winning multiple different grades. There's no one band coming out on top here in any grade, I would argue. So it does make our job here as piping pundits very difficult whenever we're considering of possibly recording a world's prediction podcast. <clears throat> yeah, how the heck could we possibly predict anything right now at this stage? It's impossible, and that's what makes the Scottish Championship so exciting. Now, normally this would be the fourth major in the calendar, but as you guys know, we had the British Championships cancelled on us at the start of the season, so the less said about that, the better. But this competition is the last major championship in the calendar where all of our bands have an opportunity to have a good pop at each other on the grass, have a good dig at each other to see where everyone falls down, and, uh, yeah, who comes out on top, I guess. So, and all ahead of the big yin then. All ahead of the worlds. So, every band out there, every drum major out there, everyone wants to win the Scottish. Because, you guys know, we've talked about it here before in the Rab Show podcast. There is such a thing as momentum in the piping scene. If you have a head of steam of constantly winning prizes week after week after week, then you know that your band is doing something right. And that if you have that momentum of doing things right, heading into the biggest competition of the year, then there is an outside chance that you may lift some silverware at the big one, at the world's. Now, does winning at the Scottish Championships guarantee that you'll win a prize at the world's? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, and we've spoke about that before as well on the Rab Show podcast. So as much as we try to predict what the results will be based on possibly what happens at the Scottish, well, we know that it can all go dreadfully wrong very quickly uh, from that little gap of time from when the Scottish Championship closes its doors to when the world opens theirs. Yeah, everything can change. And that's what makes the Worlds so interesting as well. So, right now, we're going to be focused on the Scottish. We know how important this competition is for all of the drum majors and bands involved. It's incredibly important to win this one. And that's what makes it interesting. Because we do know a lot of bands out there will be hungry for that Scottish title. And, uh, yeah, it'll bode well for them rolling into the Worlds in a few weeks' time. So, let's go through the draw then, shall we? If you are curious about who's going to be playing this, you can read along at home. You can go along to the RSPBI website. The full draw is available there now. You can dissect it in detail. And I think the judges and everything has been uh, announced as well for the Scottish. So, yeah, full details, of course, rspbi.org for all of the information. Let's go into our junior drum majors first of all. There's two heats here in total with uh, three in each heat, so six altogether. We have uh, Grace Murdoch, first of all, Catherine Spears, Georgia Turkington, Harry Couples, Mia Buckley, and Lydia Todd. Yeah. So there's quite a few actually over there from Northern Ireland uh, juking it out for the juniors. So good luck everyone there. Uh, so yeah, six drum majors altogether. Looking forward to that for the junior drum major competition. On to the juveniles then, we have two heats again, uh, but a little bit more in here I guess. We have Lewis Charles Anderson, Carries Graham, Louise Smyton, Beth Turner, Grace Thompson, Jimmy Livingston 
and uh, Kiana Curry. There you are. So again, there's a few Northern Irish names in there. So I know I'm being completely biased here, but the reason I'm highlighting this is because so far this season, we haven't seen a good number of Northern Irish folks actually traveling across to Scotland. Uh, So I'm hoping that this trend will continue, but it certainly seems to be here for our drum majors. Yeah. So good luck to you guys. Have a good run. Okay. On to your adults then. Adult drum majors, there's quite a list here. There's five heats in total before you even make it through to an eventual final. Yikes. So, yeah, this is quite a list. So, let's get through it, shall we? Hashtag list. Yeah, we have James Kennedy, of course, from the Big Rab Show team. Go on, James, you legend. Yep. Good man, James. Uh, so We'll also have Jamie Couples as well. Yeah, good stuff. Vicky Singer, Emma Barr, Cara Gilmer. Now, this is a surname I'm not going to be able to pronounce, so forgive me. So, Nick uh, Tragoutis. Apologies, Nick. Uh, So, we have Andrea Stevenson as well, Andrea Gibson, Liam Renton, uh, Sarah Patterson, Gib Fraser, Kathy Hunter, Ryan Murdoch, uh, Kevin Renton, of course, Liam's brother. Uh, We have Graham Wise, Lauren Hanna, Charlotte Ruddock, Jason Price, Catherine McKeown, and Abigail Wenlock. Yeah, so there are five heats in total. Not bad. Uh, so good luck to everyone there. If you do manage to make it through to that eventual final for the adult drum majors, yeah, well done. You deserve a massive pat in the back there for sure. All right, let's get on to our bands then. Uh, so on to Novice Juvenile B. First of all, 16 bands here in total. So quite a good turnout, actually. Uh, we have People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate. We have Tyne Castle, yeah, Dumbarton and Districts, the High School of Dundee, Lockgilly High School Junior and Lockgilly High School themselves as well. Uh, also Dollar Academy, St. Columbus School, Kilmacomb, uh, yeah. Uh, Bucksburn and District Novice. We have Preston Lodge. Go on the PL. Yep, a PL will be there. Uh, we have the Isle of Arran Music School, Open High School and Open High School Development Band will be there as well. Uh, also, we have the Scots College from Sydney in Australia making the trip there. Fantastic stuff. We have Burnt Island and District and Renfrewshire Schools. Yes. So there you go. So that's quite a full grade there at Novice Juvenile B. Good stuff. On to Novice A then. Nine bands in total here. George Watson's College, Sterling and District Schools, Dollar Academy, St. Columbus Schools at Kil- Kilmacolm again. Yep. Uh, we have the, the Scots College, of course, from Sydney in Australia. They're a novice A band. Good stuff. We have North Lanarkshire Schools, West Lothian Schools, High School of Dundee and George Harriet's. Yeah. Nine bands in total in Juvenile A. Yeah. Good luck, folks, there. That's quite a tight grade there. Hmm. Okay. On to grade 4B that we were expecting to be quite a huge grade for the Scottish. Now, it is big. It's a big grade here, but not as huge as we would have thought. Now, whenever you look at the draw for the Worlds, now, that's huge for 4B. Like, it's massive. We'll talk about that in a future podcast, I'm sure. Uh, But, yeah, grade 4B at the Scottish, 17 bands in total. So, quite respectable. Not a bad, not a bad draw there. Uh, So, we have Govan, Community Pipe Band, kicking things off. We have Dumfries. Pipe band. Altnave Memorial from Northern Ireland making the trip across. Good luck, guys. We have Helensburgh Clan Colquhoun. Yeah. We have East Kilbride. We have the City of Inverness Pipe Band. Also the City of Aberdeen. Yeah. City of St Andrews will be there as well, along with Irvine and District. Good stuff from NI. Yeah, we also have Fraserburgh, RBL. We have the Scott School from Albury in Australia. We have the City of Discovery with Dunoon Argyle, Barhead and District. Uh, 
Tully, Tully Allen? Yeah, I'm, I, I thought I was pronouncing it wrong there. Tully Allen. We have Greyfriars, Pipes and Drums, and on, then we have Wrapping Things Up at Stockbridge. Stockbridge Pipe Band. There you are. So quite a packed grade there. 17 in total. And um, yeah, good to see everyone in there. That's going to be an interesting competition there for sure. Hmm. All right. On to grade 4A. 19 bands in here. Yeah, quite a big turnout, actually, for Grade 4 I was impressed with this whenever I first read it. And, uh, right, let's go through the list then, shall we? We have the RAF Central Scotland Pipes and Drums. Good stuff. Kicking things off at 10 o'clock in the morning. We then have Perthan District, followed by Kintyre Schools, then Strathendrick, Kilbarkham, Royal Borough of Stirling, then the Vale, Vale of Athol. We have Uddingston Strathclyde in there next. Then we have Camlon and District, Followed by Balaboli, yeah, by from Northern Ireland. Then we have Trun Blackrock, the Cooper Angus. Go on, the Angus. Yep, I have to give you a shout there. Uh, then we have Loch Ryan, followed by Kinross and District, Rothsay and District, Kirkcaldy and District, Burnt Island and District, Penuick and District, and Kilder and District. There's a lot of and districts there, all in a row at the end. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so Kinross, Rothsay, Kirkcaldy, Burnt Island, Penuick, and Coulter. You all have an Anne District after your name. So there you go. Uh, right. So good luck to everyone there in 4A. Now, as to picking out a possible winner out of that, good luck. It's the same as Grade 4B. And, I, you know, I deliberately didn't stop and look back at Grade 4B to try and pick a winner there because, honestly, couldn't do it. Uh, but we do know that, you know, going by previous successes, there are names in here that we're used to hearing each week, you know, and uh, that's all I'm going to say. But to everyone there in Grade 4A, to come out on top out of 19 bands, you will have done well. So good luck to everyone competing at the Scottish in 4A. That's going to be competitive. All right, let's fly on. Let's look at our juvenile grades. Well, we have the usual four here, I guess, with George Harriet Schools, Dollar Academy, Go on the PL, Preston Lodge will be next, and then we have George Watson's College, the Juvenile Band. There you are. So good luck, everyone, there. And, uh, yeah, a very tough grade this year in Juvenile, I have to say. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've managed to stand and watch all of the Juvenile grade at the UK's, and, uh, man, the standard on there is just insane. So, yeah, if you ever get an opportunity to watch these Juvenile Bands, please do. Seriously, the talent of these young kids is incredible. Uh, so all four bands in there could absolutely lift the top spot and on their day. So you just don't know. So good luck to everyone there in the Juvenile at the Scottish. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be a real rough competition right there. Okay, let's look at Grade 3B. Now, numbers have been down in 3B this year. So are we still seeing a bit of an improvement with each major? Yes, we are, I guess. And the Scottish Championships have nine in here, which is not a bad grade for 3B. So this could be quite competitive. Looking forward to this. So the nine bands in question, we have Ross and Carmarty uh, Pipes and Drums. We have the Scottish Borders, the Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums that we gave a shout to earlier. Uh, we have the Air Pipe Band Society, followed by Arbroath. We have Tweedvale, Methylon District, Mid-Argyle, and then Macanta. And that's your grade right there. There you go. So it all kicks off at half 11 in the morning and it's finished by half 12. So about an hour for the full grade. Good stuff. Now, again, if I'm going to start picking out a possible winner, I'm sorry, can't be done. There's just way too many big names in there that could absolutely jump up into that top spot. However, there are some notable omissions, I guess. Uh, Kolobaki Pipe Band, we had the Cleland in there as well in Grade 3B. 
to, to name a couple. There's a yeah, there's a plethora of other bands. I love that word at the minute. Plethora. There's a load of other bands, of course, that could be jumping in there, uh, but uh, they're not. So there you go. So the Grade Three B final nine bands in total. Good luck to everyone there. That's going to be an interesting competition there for sure. Good stuff. Okay. Let's go to grade 3A. Now, this grade itself, I would argue, is going to be one of the most exciting. Not the most exciting, but one of them. And, yeah, we'll get into the draw and you'll find out why. Some big names in here. 18 bands in total for 3A this year at the Scottish. And that's going to be interesting in itself. Let's go through it. We have the MacCals kicking things off at 1.30 in the afternoon. The Mackenzie Caledonian Pipe Band, followed by Buck and Peterson. Then we have the city of Newcastle, who are making an appearance too. Good stuff. Then we have McNeilstown. Ooh, yes. Now, McNeilstown has been sounding really good now this last while. So looking forward to that. We also have Turf and District, followed by Kildog. Yes, the mighty dogs are making the trip across. Then we have Colburn, IOR, and Tully Lagan. Now, we do know Tully Lagan has been winning quite a number of prizes here, especially in Northern Ireland this last while, and uh, at Majors as well. So, yeah, good to see Tully Lagan in there. We also have Deeside Caledonia. Again, another band that's been sounding very strong this last while. Good stuff. Also, the Matt Boyd Memorial as well are making the trip. So shout out to the Matt Boyd. We also have the City of Inverness. Yes, we have the Ebrador Pit Lockery and Blair Athol pipe band, followed by the Vale of Athol. Dunbar, RBL. Danny and Dunny Pace pipe band association, followed by Kilmarnock, Mulgai and Stockbridge. Hmm, Denny and Dunny Pace, Stockbridge, Kilmarnock. There's a lot of big names in there, as well as City and Newcastles as well. Hmm, yeah. I have to say, this grade and grade 3A is going to be ultra competitive. We're definitely going to be following along with interest with this one. As well as having quite a number of bands actually from across the Irish Sea thrown into the mix there. You know, with Tully Lagan, Kildog, McNeilstown. That's going to really be interesting to see how this all shakes down, I guess. 18 bands in total, and any one of those 18 could absolutely step in there and lift the top prize. So, yeah, Matt Boyd Memorial, City of Inverness, Turrifin District, Buck and Peterson, the Mac Cals. I don't know. It's going to be a tough competition there in 3A, seriously. Uh, so, good luck, everyone, there in 3A. That's going to be a tough, tough grade. All right. Okay. I know I'm saying that every grade's tough at the moment, but 3A. <sighs> All right, but we're about to get on to the ridiculous grade. All right. The absolute ridiculousness of it all. Grade 2, man. What he is doing, am I? Grade 2 just seems to get more and more ridiculous with every competition. And the Scottish Championships, 13 bands in here. And if you are going to ask me who I think is going to win in Grade 2 and at the Scottish, I have not the first clue. And if anyone out there claims to think that they have got the first clue, then you're wrong. Okay? <laughs> Stuff that you've got wrong. Uh, so, yeah, grade two is absolutely the ridiculous grade. And out of the, all of these 13 bands, any one of them can jump in this top spot. All right. 
So don't ask me to pick a winner. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. All right, let's go through the draw. We have the City of Edinburgh kicking things off at quarter past two in the afternoon. Then we have Oban, pipe band, followed by St. Joseph's, who are making the trip across. Then we have the Kilcherman Distillery, the Isle of Islay. Go on, the Islay boys. Good stuff. Then we have Manor Cunningham making the trip across the Irish Sea as well. Good stuff. Uh, we have Port Leithen and District. Absolutely. Great to see them. We have Buck and Peterson as well. We also have the Glasgow Sky Association, who've been having a real good season this year. Rebuilding things, I guess. And, yeah, it's great to see them. Uh, we also have the City of Discovery pipe bands, followed by Highland Granite. Yes. Then we have the Uddingston pipe band, after their recent success there in Renfrew. Then we also have the Royal Borough of Annan. Yes. And, making the journey across as well, is Ravara. Yeah. So... I'm sure you guys will agree with me right now that this grade is the ridiculous grade. All right? Absolutely. 13 bands in here. Any one of those could step in that top spot and you would just nod your head and say, yep, that's fair enough. Mm -hmm. Yep, I could see that. Yeah. (laughs) Any one of those 13, honestly. Uh, So good luck, everyone. And I have to say for this one, good luck to our judges. Okay, good luck to your judges for grade two. I think you honestly have your work cut out for you. You have John Wilson, John Revel, Arthur Cook, and Bob Worrell in there. Good luck to your judges. Uh, It is affectionately called the ridiculous grade for a reason. All 13 of those bands are smashing. They're so good. Good luck. All right. On to grade one. We have our usual 10 that we're well used to seeing by now. You don't need me to read it, uh, but let's just go through the order of play. Uh, kicking things off at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, we have St. Lawrence. Yeah, St. Lawrence Atul opening things up. Then we have Scottish Power, followed by Inverary. Yep. Then Claus Kelt. Johnstone. Then we have People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate. Uh, Police Scotland Fife after that, then Police Scotland and Federation shortly after. Then we have Shots, and then the last band on the grass at 10 to 4 in the afternoon is the Field Marshal. There you are. So 10 bands in total. Now, what makes Grade 1 interesting this season so far, from a pundit's point of view, is that we've had two majors and we've had two winners. Will we have a third major with a third winner? Now, what I mean by that is, will we see the Boggies lift the top spot again? Will People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate jump back into that number one position? Or will we see Inverary jumping into that top spot again for a second major in a row? Or will we see some other dark horses that have definitely been knocking on that door? Field Marshal Montgomery, they've been there or thereabouts, I would argue. The disappointing result at the start of the season at the UK's, but they've certainly picked themselves up at, you know, at the Europeans and blown a great sound. Another band that's really impressed me recently is Shots and Dykehead, of course, as well, especially with their piping. Their piping has been absolutely incredible. Uh, so definitely a band to watch. One, uh, speaking of bands to watch, and I mentioned it last night on Fuse, Scottish Power. Now, I don't know what Scottish Power have done from the UK's to the Euros. They seem to be a completely different band. I don't know what they've done. (laughs) But something happened. All right, now, I spoke about this last night in Fuse, and a load of people agreed with me that Scottish Power at the UK's was Scottish Power 1.0. All right? And then Scottish Power at the Euros was Scottish Power 2.0. Something changed. There was a definite upgrade there. 
Now, we know the Scottish Power love their gadgets and gizmos and stuff, and they love to try new things. Now, whatever they did, I have no idea what it is, but their tone, their sound, wow, absolutely blew me away. Uh, oh, man, I was such a huge fan of Scottish Power's performance at the Euros. If you haven't watched it yet, you can go on our YouTube channel and have a watch back. That was insane. Yeah, so shout out to Scottish Power. I really enjoyed that. That's not to say that Inverary who won the thing. Of course, I enjoyed those guys. That was absolutely brilliant performance. Along with people's forward ball call and basket at the UK's, their performance was incredible too. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. that Grade 1... Absolutely, any one of those bands again on their day could absolutely jump up and lift that top spot. I have to give a shout in particular, actually, to uh, Klaus Kelt and to Johnstone as well. Both bands, I feel also, similar to Scottish Power, have been making improvements throughout the season. Listening to performances from Klaus Kelt at the beginning of the year to listening where they are now certainly seems to be night and day. They're a band that have definitely continued to work behind the scenes and tweaking little things musically, sound-wise, all of it. Yeah, Klaus Kelt have certainly been making improvements. So have Johnstone as well. You've noticed it as well, you know, between the UKs and the Euros. Like, again, that constant improvement thing that a lot of bands do. And Johnstone have definitely been employing that as well. And that's, again, St. Lawrence Atul, we haven't mentioned them yet. St. Lawrence, from the beginning of the season, where we did see a performance at the Mid-Ulster Championships where there was a lot of commentary about it until right now. We've seen performances from St. Lawrence at the Euros and stuff that would poof, absolutely melt your face. <laughs> St. Lawrence have been incredible this last while. So I, I don't know. that This competition at the Scottish is shaping up to be a big one for Grade 1. And every band in there... All 10 bands in total, they all have their own story to tell. Now, I do know that People's Forward, Bog, Hall and Bathgate haven't won a major, and they have their own vlog series and everything. And, uh, yeah, they're carrying their story online, so you guys can actually watch and tune in and follow the story for yourselves. All these other stories that we're trying to tell, you know, the likes of Police Scotland, Fife, the Federation Pipe Band, all these bands that we're shouting out this week, they all have their own particular journeys that they've been going through this season. And each one of them, has a motivation to step in that circle and lift that top spot. Now, not only lift it as a band, but also drumming prizes has been fluctuating as well. There's been Garth McLees, of course, the Field Marshal Montgomery, has been knocking it out of the park this last while. That drum corps is on fire. So shout out to Field Marshal. They've been incredible. But also, there's drum corps, of course, including People's Ford, Boghall Bathgate, with Kerry McQuillan at the helm, has breathed new life into that drum corps, I would argue. And they're playing with a fire behind them, with a real passion in their music. Same with St. Lawrence Atul. Of course, I'm a huge fan of Stephen Crichton and co. Their drum corps can play so musically. Speaking of musical drum chords, there's Inverary. Come on. What Stephen McWhorter and those guys do at Inverary is sheer magic. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to get lost in shouting out drum chords and stuff. There's so many bands in here, all with their own individual stories, that any one of them could step in that top spot and you would absolutely do the same thing as the Ridiculous Grade and just nod your head and agree and go, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> absolutely. So, of course... If you guys aren't going to the Scottish Championships this weekend, then get yourselves over onto the Big Rab Show YouTube channel, where we will be filming performances as they happen and then uploading them as quickly as possible to our YouTube channel. So, 
You can catch all the action from Grade 1, of course, on our YouTube channel, as well as anything else we can, we can manage to point a camera at at the Scottish this weekend. So please do bear in mind we are a team of volunteers, and a lot of our volunteers on the ground are actually competing on the day. Uh, so it's difficult to actually compete with your pipe band as well as point a camera and film a pipe band at the exact same time. Okay, so I hope that makes sense. Uh, so yes, we're filming for uploads for quality purposes. There's been no other factor in there. There's been suggestions that you know the RSPBA have banned us and all of this. No, that's not the case. Uh, we've made the decision this season to film for upload. That's it. It was our decision. It was nothing to do with the association. Uh, also, we will be live streaming, hopefully, the March past and the all-important results from prize giving. So if you do want to know who wins what in Dumbarton this weekend, then get yourself across onto the Big Rab Show on Facebook, where that's where our live stream will be. That evening, when the March past happens, we will switch our cameras on. And, yeah, you might not be able to see everything, all right? Depending on when our volunteer actually manages to find a spot. Uh, but as long as we can hear the results... That's the all-important thing right there. Uh, there's no point getting a real great view if you can't hear, hear what the announcements are. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to try and get as best a spot as possible so we can see everything, but also that we can hear everything because that's vitally important. So there you are. Get yourself over on the Rab Show YouTube channel for all the music and then for all of the results and all of the reactions. Get yourselves over onto your socials, the Big Rab Show on Facebook. There you are. Okay, now as much as we give a shout out to all of our bands, wishing them good luck, I also have to give a particular shout out to our judges. I do want to wish them good luck as well, especially in that ridiculous grade. Grade 2 is just mental. I don't know how any judge is going to separate them in there, honestly. Good luck to your judges. But our, our judges for Grade 1, uh, we have Ross Walker, Colin Moffat, Mark Wilson and Gordon Laurie. Yeah. Good luck to our adjudicators. I know I don't often say that on the show, but I think this season in particular, the standard has been so close between these bands in all grades, not just one and two, but in all of them. It's been incredibly difficult. And yeah, this is when our adjudicators and their expert knowledge comes into their own. Yeah, good luck to our judges. It's all well and good for us sitting at home where we can press a little button called Rewind and watch the performance again. But our judges don't have that luxury when they're there in person, in the lash and rain, no doubt, trying to hear every note, every grace note, and uh, every potential slip or skirl or, yeah, bum note. Then uh, it's not easy when you're doing that in person. Yeah, so good luck to our judges and, of course, to our competitors. If you are making the trip across to the Scottish Championships and you do happen to see any of us on the Big Rab Show team, we'll be there wearing either the purple T-shirts or pur purple hoodies, no doubt, because of the conditions. Uh, but, yeah, just have a look out for us. We're all always pretty much wearing purple this season. Uh, so that's new Rab Show merch. We're wearing all the purple gear. So, yeah, go and give the Rab Show team members a bit of a shout and grab a selfie with them. I'm sure they'd love to see you. Indeed. Okay. Good luck, everyone, at the Scottish Championships this weekend. We are very excited for it. I'm sure you can agree. And, uh, yeah, the results from this will certainly help inform a future episode of the Rab Show podcast when we will be, yeah, we'll be giving you our reaction and all of that from the Scottish, but also our World Championship prediction podcast. Mm, looking forward to that. Now... Next week, we have a very special uh, episode of the podcast. We will not be giving you our reaction of the Scottish. We won't be getting into the prize winners, all that kind of stuff. 
Uh, next week we have a special episode that we have been working on now for a number of months, as I've said earlier in the show, um, that has been a bit of a labour of love. It's a vitally important conversation that we're very proud to bring to the show here that has honestly taken forever to put together. It's been a labour of love, but a valuable conversation on topic that we feel we have to bring to the podcast, and especially at this point in the season. So, I know that sounds cryptic, uh, but for good reason. You're going to want to catch next week's podcast, and uh, I would urge you to download it and, yeah, share it with your mates, of course. So that's all happening next week. Big Rab Show podcast next week is going to be very special. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for downloading this week and each and every week. Don't forget to tell your mates about our wee show here, about what we're doing. Talking about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland Bagpipe and its people each and every week. And like every other podcast, don't forget, you can help support us. You can go over to Patreon, click on support, and be part of the Patreon faithful, where you get your hands on loads of extra content, including our weekly Fuse FM Balamoney radio show, where you can download it, take it with you, and listen to it at your leisure. That's a two-hour live radio show in your pocket every week, just by being part of the Patreon faithful. Okay. This episode of the Big Rab Show podcast, again to remind you, has been dedicated to the memory of the late Pipe Major Alec Brown. He was a good friend of ours, supporter of the Rab Show podcast, and to all of us here on the Big Rab Show team, we will definitely miss Alec, his humour, and his countless support for ourselves here on the Rab Show team. He's been a huge loss to the piping scene here in the island of Ireland, but also globally, so we feel that there's no better way to pay tribute to the man and to dedicate this entire episode to the late Pipe Major Alec Brown. Thank you everyone for tuning in this week and we will see you all on our special episode next week. Until then, stay safe, take care. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Check out g1reads.com for all of your piping needs. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all of the latest news and views from around the piping world. And also, check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be a part of the Patreon faithful. So... Until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.